0: Hello there. My name's Mark the Canardian, and this is episode 70 of the Holocron Chronicles. I'm joined, as always, by my trusty co-pilot, the handsomest co-pilot in all the land, Charlie Carden. Charlie, how you doing? Pew, pew, pew! I'm good! (laughs) I love it.
1: And, uh, oh, I'm very excited about this episode. Think back. To 1996 some called it the summer of todd oh as a matter of fact look you who happens to be in the studio with us uh, the virtual go. studio as we're not actually together yes that is uh my p.i.c. my hetero life mate of almost 30 years todd oxtra from secret friends and co-op mode and the state of minnesota <laughs>
0: Just Bo-boom, don't get enough of us on boom, our other shows. a good talk, lightsaber you
1: know, noise? Yeah. That was fine. Yeah. Worm, That's my preference. <laughs> R- that's <laughs> I could do a horrible
2: Chewbacca. Uh, Here, you, gotta, you got to. I you gotta, can do other noises. You got to
1: take a drink of water and go. R-rr. That's that's a horrible Chewbacca. <laughs> I can
0: I do
2: Slate's maybe too.
0: Patreon bonus episode. We all have a couple of drinks. And get together and do our best Star Wars <laughs> noises and impressions. Oh, uh, I want to hear everyone's uh, here.
1: Wait, are you ready? Are you ready for my George Lucas? There
0: we go. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, that's so good. That's so good. Uh, <laughs> Needs more three Thanks for joining us. <laughs> <laughs> thanks we'll for joining this, us. Todd. We'll special we edition. Very excited to have you. And yes, Charlie uh, just kind of hinted at it. We are going to be talking about Shadows of the Empire tonight. Uh. This is – we've talked about it before. This was not our plan. There's a new show out that we would love to talk about, but we're not going to talk about that while there's a bunch of really serious strike stuff going on. Uh, so we are going to talk about really old stuff instead. And if you're like me, you have vague memories of – This series, and we're going to dive right into it. But before we do that, we have to thank the people that make this show happen, and that is our Patreon supporters. Uh, So, big thank you to our best bud, Jamie Prinky, our BFF tier, Sean, Stella, and Henry Nias, Missy Merchant, and Andy Milliken, and the newest Patreon member, Handsome Man, who's been all over the place all over i think on every single one of our shows yep, has he been on yep, this yep, one yep. If he hasn't been on this one he has No
1: yeah he's fixin on the
0: show let's let's luke, fix it call up the fixer if you're listening let's uh let's make something happen tell me what you want to talk about and we'll make it happen uh luke lore aka the insipid ghost thank you so much for becoming a Patreon member and uh he was he was recently on um on Co- or uh, on on seeker friends He's been on co-op
1: with us. He's been on co-op a few times. He's done some Secret Friends. I think he kind of became a resident DC guy. Didn't he do, Mm -hmm. not the Flash, but maybe maybe Black Adam? I don't know. He did something with us.
2: Yeah, Luke does come on on occasion. He's a big Star Trek fan, big Babylon 5 fan, Star Wars fan. He loves DC. He's very much agnostic to one fan fandom, which is great.
1: Gotcha. Absolutely. Perfect, Absolutely. perfect, uh, perfect uh, commercial for Luke Laura now available for weddings and bar mitzvahs. Just hit him up on X.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, thanks, Luke. Yeah, you can follow him uh, on on X as insipid ghost. And uh, yeah, check him out. Um, Todd, I think we've introduced you a couple of times on this show. Now I don't think there's any questions that we need. To catch up on, Charlie and I did our big catch-up episode where people can learn all about how we got into Star Wars, which 69 episodes in, I don't think we had done that because there were things about Charlie that I did not know until last week. Open book. open. It was book. wild. Wild. Mm. Uh, so that was a fun talk. If you haven't listened to that one, go back and check it out because you'll learn all about our past. But Todd, you asked a couple of questions last week that I thought – Hey, you're here now. Let's flip them right back on you. And the first one is, what's the worst character in Star Wars?
2: You know that's a great question because low hanging fruit is the obvious one. Don't have to talk about that. But I, I this is going to be very unpopular. But I think Anakin's the worst character in Star oh. Wars. Oh, kind of a genuinely bad person who killed a lot of people because mommy didn't. Mommy wasn't there for him and. And, and didn't really overcome adversity. He just basically said, Adversity, bring it on. I'm going to be worse. Hold He's on, so hold on. Yeah.
1: Hold on. Yeah. There's an even hotter take on top of that. Because you said mommy wasn't there, it jumped me right back to Austin Powers singing the song about daddy wasn't daddy there. Didn't know. Yes, daddy didn't know because he was talking about uh, his father, Michael Keynes, no, Nigel Powers. That
0: was daddy, there daddy, daddy wasn't, wasn't there. there. Yeah. Or okay. that was. If Scotty doesn't know, Scotty doesn't know. You're <laughs> all the movies together. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. And the band, most of the band was there and the singer was, um, it's Matt Damon, wasn't
1: it? Matt Damon. Yes, it was yeah. Matt Damon. Yeah.
0: What, what was the, was that saving silver? So what movie was that?
1: What movie was that? Oh, that's right. Your trip. Yeah, yeah. yeah. trip. Yeah.
0: Oh my God. Um, super weird cameo. Matt Damon. Um, so, cause he's not the singer yeah. of that band. That's a real Keep, band. That, that's no, in, he's not. So I can't no. remember the, it uh, the name of that. Um, so weird. So weird. So. Anakin, holy shit! That's a hot yeah, take.
2: that's a deep take. I, wow. I know. I know. Anakin- but I mean, like he's not redeemable whatsoever. He killed so many bad, maybe so too many people. He killed how many no. children? He's well, not a guy. And, and the you only don't, reason, yeah, you and don't the only reason he, he, he does. Helped Luke was because he was kid, not because he's a nice guy. He redeemed himself for everybody else. He did it for his kid. Which I'm like, yeah, you owe your kid something because you essentially, you know, at the last minute, last he did it. killed your mom, and you almost killed my mother. Um, yeah. and then yeah. So he's not a good guy. I don't care. It's like let's no, not repeat history. He's a bad dude. Let's not talk about him
0: anymore. Moving on. So wow. So Type. worst? Are you Type. are you talking Type. worst? As in like he's a terrible person? Kind of worst. Like all you know, you He's terrible.
2: Even all of the performances of oh, Anakin <laughs> <laughs> as a little kid, as in, he doesn't have a good performance in the lot. So it's like all does... kind of
1: like. Even like Matt Lantner in the animated. I mean, I thought
2: that I thought those before he was okay in the Clone Wars. He
1: seemed like he was a good
2: guy. No, No? you had to spend six seasons to make him highly kind of likable. takes that much effort marginally adequate. It's like a rehabilitated boyfriend. Big big decline from James, (laughs) James Earl Jones. Come on.
1: So was Padme like the excuse maker? Like, oh, he, you know, you really got to get to know him first. I can change really it. Yeah, I can change it. I, uh, yeah. Mm. Got to get to know. him. He's not like that when we're, it's just the two of us. Oh. No. K- no. kill, killing children. Yeah. I've opened oh. pat- it Star Wars Padme, for Anakin, everybody, Anakin. but
2: hey, 85 years not of everybody from Star Wars fandom saying, I can change him. I can make him a good
1: right.
0: guy. Right. Yeah. Padme, Anakin, not the ship. Definitely Kanan, Hera. They did it right as far as like Jedi romance right. kind of thing goes. You know, if you know, you know. Um. So that, yeah. Like, holy crap! I'm still like, I'm still real like you. Just not That's a good Todd. Defense. Todd, my, my Todd has to, just Todd, just going me. right against it's the just, grain. Just, uh, 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 I'm, I'm hurting. I'm ready to just call this show for the week. Yeah. I'm wow. Going. Uh, but I'm not going to do that because I the also show must need go to on. ask. Yes. So you can send your hate mail, everyone, at T on X or anywhere else. Uh or join our Discord and just dump on Todd for a little oh, bit. Just, but we're also, we'll,
1: we'll make a server channel for that. Todd hate. <laughs> dump Todd, on hate Todd hate mail. Cash. I
2: love it. Uh call me the like Pit. Todd <laughs> <start> like Pit.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> that needs to be a Discord channel. i like your pit right takes go
2: in there. Uh, All your
0: <laughs> <laughs> the weirdest thing in Star Wars that you want more of, Todd, let's hear your hot take on this one.
2: Oh boy, uh, you know it's something that really has not been touched upon uh, largely in Star Wars, except for the '80s. And it's kind of funny. It's Ewoks. They are weird because Fucking they're cannibals.
0: Do, 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 they they
2: do, do, were in do, one do. movie, and then we got just them in TV, and like with two TV with two, two TV movies, and then the um, animated series. I mean, if anybody needs, kind of maybe a. a a resurrection a a rehabilitation it's the ewoks and they were weird but i love them that little baby ewok is so cute bring back the ewoks
1: come on i mean we did literally get a five second cameo of wicket back at the end of uh the rise of skywalker Skywalker. because they were doing your return of the jedi like uh here's you know kind of postcards from the edge going around the galaxy and you saw wicket with his intended and you can tell he's older he's like you know he had he had like big long hair maybe he was in a ponytail maybe he had a guitar slung across his back like he was an old man he was like he was like the grateful dead of ewoks at that point mm-hmm. but he was like yub nub yub nub. no i think he probably put the palm Mall cigarette down and he was like yub nub you know Yub-nub. i think he became yeah. a rocker myself but I, I don't know deadhead i don't know um,
0: the fact that you dumped on anakin <laughs> <laughs> and then said you want more ewoks i just kind of want to roast you open over an open flame yeah. uh, right now and turn sacrifice into you a, to c3po turn,
1: turn him into a piñata
2: and see who had comes a bigger up. hand in saving the, the the rebellion and defeating the empire than the Ewoks.
1: It was a very unlikely. Han would <laughs> have been dead. Leia would have been
2: dead. I mean, come on.
1: Well, you know what's interesting <sighs> is you put together Anakin with the Ewoks. It was a two-front war, and it was those two. What well, was a group yeah. of people and then an individual that that worked it together. Yeah. And ended the Battle of Endor, which you know, if you're familiar with Star Wars, that wasn't the real end of the rebel the Empire. I mean, as we've seen, they continue to go on, and it was about another yeah, year. And and so it's just like taking remember. out
2: Hitler was the end of World War Two. We know, right? But yeah. nuclear bomb on. I know. Uh, I saw.
1: I saw. Oppenheimer, wherever wherever I
2: Jabba's people, you know, you know, wherever uh, Jabba's was. <laughs> They, lunch, then, they, start, they have to nuke on java that was yeah. over
1: And Mo- moff gideon was still out there doing his whatever with the dark saber so you know why
0: did i agree to both of you in the same room again
1: and this is the third time <laughs> i know because i, I, I think i, I think honestly we just pare it down we're like uh we bring Todd <laughs> in and he'll try bring a can of gasoline and actually light his stu- his house on fire just for the purpose of the show
2: <sighs> yep. remember the first hit this was is- free
1: yeah, Todd is Todd is <laughs> that that GIF of Elmo standing in front of the flames with his arms up? That's Todd.
0: Roar! <laughs> and I'm the dog sitting in the house that's on fire. This is going, this fine. This is fine. Coffee. Everything's fine. This is fine. This is fine. <laughs> oh
2: is man, Charlie's well, like Charlie's like just feed him. Keep feeding him. Keep feeding the fire.
1: <laughs> right. Oh no, I'm the guy with the. Po- I, I'm uh, I'm Stephen Colbert with the popcorn. Or Michael Jackson with the popcorn from the from the Thriller video. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> For
2: someone that doesn't so like Star Wars, I care too much. Uh, I care too yes, much. Exactly. If,
1: if Todd has one weakness, is that he's too real. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm too
2: honest. <laughs> oh, I care too much. Oh my gosh. Well, <laughs> That's oh, a topic. Star, Star Wars job just... interviews. Do that next time. Star Wars job interviews.
1: Where do you see yourself in five years? Well, maybe blowing up a couple of planets <laughs> with a giant super laser. I got goals. <laughs> like job of the hut
2: interviews up. his staff.
1: Yeah. And so what do you do in my menagerie? I stand around a lot and do this.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. I wear a loincloth and hold a big axe. Uh <laughs> It's fine. It's fine. It's a cloth. Oh, it's, it's good. It's surprisingly, uh, a good dental plan.
1: Yeah, yeah. those were those some pearly white chompers on those Gamorrean guards. Right. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh,
0: before this goes any further down that rabbit hole, let's take a step back into 1996 when Lucasfilm decided to sign on to a project. I'm not going to say they decided on a project because this was kind of pitched. To Lucasfilm. And Todd, you said you had some funny tidbits about how all this came together. So I kind of want to hear those first off, because this was like the first multimedia release for Star Wars. They basically touted this as like a new Star Wars event without a movie, but it was everything but a movie. We had comic books uh the novel was the main crux of everything right i think we
1: all read it back then
0: yeah yeah uh video games trading cards soundtrack toy line a soundtrack for a movie that didn't exist which is wacky a soundtrack for a book basically um Mm -hmm. this was an Mm interquel interquel
2: yeah in
0: between basically in between Mid, so Could basically, be. what happened in between Empire and Return of the Jedi told the story. It's a there. Clone Wars, yeah. It's a Clone Wars, <laughs> it was, it was kind of yeah. Clone Wars before without yeah. the show, right? Like it was, yeah. uh, it was one of those kind of things. So, concept well, that we're pretty familiar with now, right? But was new at the kind time, new back at the time.
1: Now, and let and me let me jump in and paint a picture of yep. of the pl- of the players who were involved back in 1996 and subsequently the spring of 1996 is when the expression secret friends unite or secret friends came in the vernacular myself And John Sear, who was our our other college roommate the the subsequent fall after this all happened, we shared a dorm room. We had a loft. We were breaking it down. And I've told the story before, but it was either me or Todd. I wrote secret friends on a piece of the wood. And I think it was me. And Todd came along and said, it was oh. you, he said, it oh, that's you said, and he draws a little
2: Yoke heart. Said, What the hell yeah. is secret friends and why is there a <laughs> heart around
1: it? But what's interesting still, if you jump forward a couple of years, I have a photograph of you and I, we were at your parents' house is probably in the year 2000 holding an old book that says secret friend. I I I will I, I will. This has to be coming. So the whole secret friends thing came around. We were breaking this loft down. We all went home for the summer. We live. You know, Todd and John and I live in, in different parts of Michigan. Um, still trying to find ways to hang out. But this book came out, and I'm I'm looking. It was definitely a summer release. I was looking for a date, um, but we all. I believe stumbled upon it kind of at the same time. And we were, we were talking about it. I know that summer, the three of us went to a Weird Al
2: concert. April 1st, 1996. Yeah,
1: there you go. So it was before, it was about a month before school got out. Um, So we all went back to our separate places, summer jobs, whatever it is. And we were then flooded by the book, which was a hardcover. So it was like a book book, um, I, I, you know, Todd and I are big comic guys. I know I read the comic probably after the fact in a collected trade, which I know I still have. And of course, you can also find it on Marvel Unlimited in the states. Probably Comicsology if you ever want to uh, dig into it. The video game you guys are going to talk about. The trading cards I have a pack because of Todd. The soundtrack, I'm. I feel like I've heard bits and pieces of it. And the toys were the best part. We all enjoyed the toys. Now, Todd, roll with me here, if I might, including. uh Luke in like some kind of weird red armor. Uh Shizor, which I have uh, you know, I it's on the other side of my studio, but I have a vintage Shizor figure. I also have a Dash Rendar figure, which I gave Todd and he probably threw in the garbage. I mailed it to him about a year ago. It was a it was a oh 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 yes! Yes. Still in the package. It, well, unfortunately, the glue has not oh, survived
2: you. well. But, um, but yeah, if you are... want pictures of all of the toys that yeah. are involved, you can kind of see oh, him behind my background. I, as
1: I did take, I probably had the same issue with Shizor. He's yeah. out of the bubble and he's hanging from the wire over there. But I put his card, I, I pinned it to the wall because the drywall is very soft down here. So uh, Shizor endures. But there was a weird Chewbacca. There was a reissue of Leia as, uh, as Bausch. Uh, in that same outfit, uh, obviously, No Han. Uh, there might have been a stormtrooper. I think that was about it. But this was Power mm-hmm. of the Force two. It was about a year after that line first came out. The figures were even uglier, if comparatively, to the Kenner figures that were ten years prior. Um, mm-hmm. But it was it was this weird phenomenon in the fact now Star Wars itself had only been back in print uh for lack of a better term because the um in 1987 the marvel series had ended there was this gulf and then we got the first uh steve zahn novel in 92 93 steve so, zahn wasn't isn't it steve zahn, wasn't that the guy's <laughs> name Timothy's on. Oh, Timothy Zahn. Steve is his cousin. Steve Zahn is
2: a Hollywood actor, as we know. In front Oh my God, God. Wouldn't, it be great,
1: wouldn't it be great? if it was really Steve Zahn from that thing you do? It's his pen which, name, which yeah. also yeah. came out in 1996. It's all coming back together. Um, but yeah, it was um, it was a whole thing. But yeah, that, that's my take. Um, that's that, that's my that's my setting the stage. So we're in the summer. We're consuming all this media. Todd, what happens then? What what do you got?
2: Well, it was interesting because this was Lucas Art, Lucasfilm, LucasArt, essentially were kind of in a hibernation mode. The last thing I believe they did from a theatrical live-action perspective, I believe, was the last Ewok film. There were two Ewok films. That was the last live-action thing we got out of it. They did Ewoks and droids, those cartoons, and that was essentially it for anything on a screen you could watch. Um, So uh, Lucasfilm... Literally was doing nothing. They weren't really producing anything. Uh, Lucas, I mean, obviously did Willow after, and then after that, it was they just kind of ceased to put out content. So it, there was rumors. Obviously, the special edition was coming out, so there was a fervor of what else can we do? We can, obviously George is ready to get back into this. So mm-hmm. um, a lot of people took advantage of that at the company, and yeah. it was really uh, a publishing director who, you know, publishing, you know, there was a lot of stuff they were doing comics and other things, but nothing really got big uh, marketing behind it. So mm-hmm. Lucy Autry Wilson met with Bantam and essentially went behind kind of Lucas's back and kind of came up with a premise to say, we need an event. And so they kind of got some momentum and said, let's do an event, but we're going to make it multi-tiered. So we're like Mark said, all those different pieces. But the fact is that, um, if the special editions weren't going to happen, I don't think mm. we would have ever gotten this. Right. I don't think you would have right. gotten an event this big. There were, i say, video games were probably the biggest part of Star Wars with a budget because you did get games. You did get like yeah. the the Yoda the Desktop Five Adventures. Fighter, you did get. Um, you remember that that
1: that yeah. Activision game that you saw in the back of of uh, you know Marvel Comics or other comics in the eighties? I think even when. The movies were still coming out so i think between really set between the, this time period uh between uh, empire and jedi there was you know you're not even a side scroll it was one of, it was like pong it was like here come the beep 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 you get to shoot the the walkers like the battle of hoth like here's your ship i just i, I don't remember i just maybe i've seen footage but i definitely remember the
2: ads yes yeah there was a lot there stuff like so uh,
0: like x-wing tie fighter X-Wing yeah. versus TIE Fighter came out in 97, so not mm-hmm. too long after this was, big event kind of thing. Yep. But ball was it was like uh, 93, 94 for X-Wing, and then uh, 90, like 94 for TIE Fighter. Right. Yeah, so like there was a mismatch yeah, of like... Yeah,
2: Star Wars was very thin. There, and Dark Horse had the license. They were doing some things, like Dark Empire um, was kind of a not... Canon, just like the Zon stuff, wasn't canon, but it was very popular at the time. So there was a there was a fervor for Star Wars, anything that was out there. This is pre-internet, so there wasn't a lot of information you could glean to get new information on, like there would today. There was like Starlog magazine and maybe somebody's blog. That was out. about it. Love it. <laughs> but um, but then you know they said well, we're going to make this a book focus to basically build the event around, and they hired Steve Perry, which. If you watch this, exactly, there was that screenshot I share with you. They made a joke. They said, I'm sure he's heard this joke many times. Low-hanging fruit are often the sweetest and the funniest. (laughs) So, um, but he decided that he was going to ignore everything else, but... Um, the uh, the, the Splinter of the Mind's Eye in the original trilogy film mm. was, it. So, it was so all that, he considered that canon. Was his, his canon.
1: Now, the Splinter of the Correct. Mind's Eye. Has anybody else ever checked that one out? It's a novel no. in uh, 1978. There was a more modernized uh, comic version of it, which I really enjoyed the art out of it. But it's basically Luke and Leia crash uh, crash on like a mud bog planet, and Vader tracks them down. But it has it is the first mention of a kyber crystal was kind of the driving force of that story so check it out it was i i remember i it's another one i'm sure i have a trade but again comixology or um or marvel unlimited if you have access to it you can you can find that story because all of the and mark i know up in canada you guys don't have marvel unlimited but all of the star wars stuff is there um otherwise including this including including the comics that tie back into this
2: yeah so it was interesting it was perfect storm because uh, Lucas at the time, they had a video game arm. They had obviously uh, a publishing uh, area within the company. They had film. They had also had uh, opportunity to, to basically bring in an orchestration and build, uh, you know, a soundtrack for this. Right. And all well, these things kind of gel together to make an event.
0: Spotify. Exactly, can, it's can there now. Know. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. yeah, you can stream it. You can
2: listen oh, to it. Um, what you should have been doing is playing the soundtrack and reading the book, Charlie. <sighs> so it would have been your life would have been complete.
1: Oh, back in the day? Uh, I mean, yes. that, that must be when I, because again, much like anything like this, particularly in pre internet days, we enjoyed it for a while and then it kind of bled off into non existence. And then, without the support of the current regime, the Disney regime, which took over in 2014, this, you know, th- this got decanonized at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think we'll go on to illustrate that there are subtle little ways that things have kind of crept their way back in, uh, much yeah. like over in star trek look 23 minutes and 40 seconds before i made a star trek reference long, they, long they've they've kind of done that with uh with lower decks in reference to the the old star trek uh saturday morning cartoon from the 70s they'll grab something little and kind of sneak it back in just for just for giggles
2: so yeah and- and the funny part is the soundtrack. If you look at the tracks, and this was composed by Joel McNeely, who actually did music for the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles. He's it was performed by the Royal Scottish National Orchestra. Um, but if you back in the day when track lists would come out for anything, oh yeah, you to watch out for spoilers because it would be like right. Caesar dies, and then this happened. And it's like they what? did that. They <laughs> did
1: that really, really poorly with the soundtrack to the Phantom Menace because one of the last tracks was Qui Gon's mm-hmm. funeral. First of all, you're well, looking at them, my favorite. Like, who the hell is Qui-Gon and why do I care if he's having a funeral if you've not seen it? So, exactly. Yeah. And the
2: greatest part about this, this is probably the most sexual uh, Star Wars has ever been. There's oh, a trick on here called The Seduction of Princess Leia. We're Princess like, Leia. everybody, all these teens are like, what's, what? Because oh, she yeah,
1: Shizor is he's a he's a uh, to give you a little background, he's a feline, and I'm just I'm riffing this from memory, so if I get it wrong, he's a feline, he's the head of one of the big crime syndicates called the Black Sun, which has been recanonized uh within the animated programs, I think both Clone Wars and Rebels. Um Shizor himself, I feel like they there's kind of been a nod and a wink to getting him back in. But anyway, so the deal with
0: drop in um uh, uh, of the comic with uh, what's your face from Solo
1: uh, the um, you're talking about the Crimson Rain with uh, Kira that's the one okay got uh, the Amelia uh, uh, Clark's me. character um, yeah. but the Feline are essentially uh, a kind of a lizardy race green skin no hair uh, big fancy robes Todd would love it Todd's a big fancy robe guy if you never met him love. I mean he, he likes his finds <laughs> But uh, th- their, their main characteristic is pheromones. They are irresistible to the opposite sex or what have you and uh there are big passages in the book about how she's or is basically some kind of man whore he pumps and dumps women it happens several times in the book and uh they they you know talk about how he's got secret exits and uh how the women never come back and one one of them did try to catch back up with him and he had her killed and he's just again much like anakin skywalker not a very nice guy
0: mm-hmm yeah, he and they're he, just all a means to an end kind of thing. Exactly. It's, it's very, and he his, like his
1: the other main crux of what he does in the story is that he is trying to weasel his way into the heart of the emperor and kind of cut uh Vader out of it. So it's kind of like like April and I are watching the office right now. It's when Andy came along and tried to get between uh Michael and Dwight. There you go. So yeah, so Shizor is the Nard Dog. He's the Nard Dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. great analogy.
0: Yeah, and he's really trying to like he figures out that Luke is Vader's son. Yep. And and really starts trying to play that uh it, it, to his favor and and um and kind of kill Luke where where Vader failed and he knows that would piss off Vader but also kind of please the emperor. It's it's a whole yeah, they're they're playing a whole lot of angles with this. It's it's really interesting. So, yeah. Todd, yeah. uh, we, we heard uh, some of Charlie's kind of memories from when this came out. Do you have similar memories? Like you guys, I mean, you were together. This is, this is uh, you know, big crux of like the secret friend group. Right. Yeah, out. it was. It was yeah. And
1: again, back in those days, we, we emailed when you could dial up and read your email. Uh, we talked on the phone. You know, and we all hung out a couple. I know you and John hung out a couple times that summer because you guys live closer
2: than I did. He lives in Metro Detroit area. You grew up. Oh, in we America. read the book yeah. before college got out, so we I think we all finished it and read it before college got it, out. Because college and a got out times, in May, oh boy. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think I think we did because you know we're in college. What what else would we be doing? Are we reading a Star Wars book not studying for class?
1: Right, um, or or you know, keep carrying on with girls because who does that? Exactly.
2: But it was an exciting time because truly there was so little star wars and we were all passionate fans at the time so it was really us just really always talking about what could happen what's going to be next in star wars this is really Mm -hmm. exciting because we never had anything like this that was kind of like such big fervor it was very exciting it was the same time of the power of the force figures that came out with charlie and john myself we would go to target look in the aisles see what toys were coming out and they weren't great figures but they still look kind of cool like boba fett was was neat it was a Um, it was
1: kind of a step forward from kenner even power of the force one which was that was the end of the Kenner line where they came in a bubble and each one of them had like a little shiny coin that was like I think that line Mm -hmm. ended in maybe 1985 Um, and then in 1995 is when you got this line back but it was yeah you got that whole line was just with the buff Luke and you had Joe you know Alea looking like Joe from the Facts of Life you just and they all came with like very technically reference for Mark I I think so (laughs) Luke came with like a spear gun you know because it's like I don't know maybe he Maybe if yeah, he would he made, have had that, it would have been a big deal for him to swing across that chasm. So he came with a
0: lightsaber too, though.
1: He did, but he literally yeah. came with like a spear gun.
0: Yeah, it yeah, was like just—it was, like it was the, very like
1: a crossbow. It was Tuscan very Reader.
0: weird. Gun, yeah, that's yeah. Cool. That yeah. was my toy was, line. Like that was that was my first. Time. I sure, can yeah. imagine.
2: Yeah, that would be a perfect time for you because it's like, hey, these are none of the old heritage figures are still around. So this right. was yeah. really the first, oh, was, you know, was, reemergence yeah. of Star Wars that you could buy at the time, and and it was really cool. Right, yeah. and, and they and were definitely so definitely a step up. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. And it's so funny hearing your stories because when this all came out, I had no idea what anything was. That's right. I was yeah. eleven, twelve. 12. when when all of this was happening so like novels comics all that kind of stuff zero knowledge interest whatever was happening you know i was like maybe getting into goosebumps at that time but probably still not even there (laughs) Uh, like this was this was early so like i had that toy line that you know with the buff luke and everything else and then i remember i can't remember it was me or my brother one of us had uh I think it was just prince uh cheeseer. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, the green Yeah, the green dude. That was yeah. it.
0: The green dude in, the, like, in the
1: in the in the rope, the mumu or the robe? I, th-
0: I think that was it. Like as far as this and it was just like a random like it had Star Wars. So one of us got it for like our birthday or Christmas or something. But that Christmas was N64 and uh, oh, Shadows of the go. Empire was not quite a launch title because that the this console launched in uh, i'll say august or september Mm -hmm. this launched in in december so it was kind of it must have been kind of a you know one of those late grabs but christmas morning we wake up and boom we have an n64 uh mario kart and this game
1: yeah so real star wars
0: Like One of the first 3D games I played, a Star Wars video game, I had played Super Star Wars, Super Empire, and Super Return of the Jedi before, but they were all 2D side-scrolling games. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Cool, but... This was like full 3D. It's a new character. There's new stuff. There's some things that I remember, like Boba Fett and stormtroopers. But like this kind of looks like the Millennium Falcon, but it's not. But I remember this battle of Hoth. Like that's a really cool stage. Uh, so it was like that for me is my whole memory of this. So when we started talking about doing this episode, I rewatched like Charlie. You you sent like a full replay uh watch kind of thing yeah, of, of someone yeah. playing through the game. I watched all of that. I don't think I ever beat Boba Fett. Because I remember is, everything is, is, up he, to that.
1: He's the big boss in the in the game. Was, is
0: he? he was kinda of, like there's a, a halfway point or so that so I probably beat a little over half of that game. Cause I like I had specific everything that I was seeing in this replay. I'm like, I remember that. I remember this. Oh that's something I don't remember finding but like I'd remember that stage anything after Boba Fett, completely new experience (laughs) for me watching this, uh, this walkthrough, this replay. Um, It
1: was new. Yes, indeed. And it was the
0: same thing. Like I just got the book. I just went through that for the first time ever. Um, I, and of course like doing this podcast, I had seen the characters or researched the characters before and all that kind of stuff. But like this whole experience, listening to the soundtrack, reading the book, the only thing I haven't done so far is dive into the comics. And I still intend to do that. But like, 12-year-old me was like this is a video game. I straight up did not know this was an event until like probably my 20s.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, it, I mean it, it just was it,
1: unique. It, yeah, it kind of fell onto the the heap of history because Star Wars came back to the movie theaters obviously with special editions in the very first part of 1997 so it was jan feb because they released the movies todd we were we were back uh, at school and we were we were living in an off-campus apartment but they released those films three or four weeks apart so you got like a you got mm-hmm. like a january new hope february empire and then march was actually they actually pushed the release of Empire further back because New Hope was still killing it at the theater. Yeah. A thirty-year-old mm-hmm. movie was just slaying whatever the hell. I mean, it was probably wow. still coming in number two to to Titanic because that was such mm-hmm. a huge movie then. Or maybe that was the end of '97
2: because this sure. was pre this was pre DVD. This was like yeah. the best version you could probably get was LaserDisc, and yeah. that didn't look very good. I mean, unless how many people had a LaserDisc at the time? Not many. So yeah, yeah, this was exactly. to see a a really quality version just from a cleaned up a beautiful exists, yeah, exactly uh, version and a lot of people were excited for it and a lot of people had never seen it before. even though it was rebroadcast on tv you could get it on vhs it yeah. was a unique thing what right. they did though with um Shadows of the empire which i thought was really interesting each the book the comic and the game were all from a different perspective dash right. rindar that was his story. All uh right. Obviously, the 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 the, the um, game or the the, the 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 novel was kind of a mixed bag because the main character yeah. of that. And it's been so long, I can't remember. Was that Leia's viewpoint, or was it, 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 it,
1: it, it a big part of it? Was of, but then, jumped, then a, yeah,
2: a, another big
1: part. Of, so I would say probably between the two of them. I mean, there were there were stories like Luke's, uh you know, adventure. They had a different version of him being on Tatooine and discovering, mm-hmm. you know, being it. Ben's havel and discovering you know the the extra you know building his new lightsaber and stuff which of course has been totally flip-flopped around in canon in the current continuity yeah. with the comics it's a totally different story but um yeah a lot of it was Leia's quest to you know of course they're trying to catch up with Boba Fett the comics however are the, part, the big part of it that I read was from the perspective of Boba fett being chased while he's mm-hmm. trying to make his delivery because everybody everybody wants his kool-aid right. Everybody wants to grab that prize and get those get those sweet you know those sweet Java dollars uh, for that bounty. Um, but uh, yeah, you're right, everything was a little a little bit different. So you kind of look into things from all different sides.
2: Yeah, and and I was just reading this too that the comics were actually elsewhere too. There was an excerpt from the comic published in Nintendo Power Magazine. Two separate mini comics were released with Micro Machine toys and Ertl model kits. A pop up comic was made, which I know what a pop up comic is, entitled The Battle of the Bounty Hunters. A one shot comic titled The Jabba Tape also features Jiz Man Man around the time. Just man, just man. I don't know.
1: Uh, you know, the unfortunately, jizz is the name of the style of music that mm-hmm. is played yep. by the Max Rebo band. So, what you hear over <laughs> the credits of this show is is the is the jizz whalers, right? I'm I'm, I'm not making this up. <laughs> Bob I'm not, and the jizz whaler. <laughs> yeah. No woman, no cry. Well, it's
0: been nice you on YouTube. We've just gotten kicked off.
1: Oh, yes, ouch! Yeah, I didn't know they made a sequel comic. No, this. I think it's the sequel comic is the one that I've read, isn't it called like Evolution? Evolution. Yeah, yes. I, I've got the. I got a hard copy. Two thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've got a hard copy of that. Yeah. exactly. Well,
2: <clears throat> yeah, it, it was definitely a different time for it. Mark, can you talk about the video game? I, you know, it, it was funny because it was supposed to be it, they Nintendo allowed them to have more rant, more memory to yeah. put in music that wasn't just like you know made with a synthesizer, um, mm-hmm. but the controller. They didn't allow them to see the controller. They had to put their hands in a box that was covered up with the controller because they were worried that that, was, that would get out.
0: And that was only with the prototype controller. It's funny. They had to put their hands in a box for the prototype controller, which was basically a Super Nintendo controller with a joystick glued onto it. That's how secretive and crazy <laughs> Nintendo is. That's so crazy. Oh, but going to be to see the prototype of this damn thing.
1: I mean, and this is I even mean, before the internet that anybody, if there, was a, if there was a YouTube clip out there, that somebody could scroll through the and all do Polaroids little, of yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. Polaroids. I mean, I've, I've, I've got the evidence of, like, shuffling a deck of cards. Oh, look at I mean,
2: it. I mean, can you blame him Mark? I mean, everybody uses that controller type, the, the the, the triangle of, of death or whatever we call it
1: <laughs> <laughs> squid arm as far square, as know, square so. square triangle circle square triangle circle um,
2: and another fun fact about the uh the game the the PC release um mm-hmm. the the N64 version did like cut scenes but they were basically uh Storyboards with oh, animation, right. limited animation, and it
1: was, yeah, uh, wasn't it just the like, was it yep. just like title card? They would be correct. like, correct. But the yeah, PC
2: yeah. version actually had CG animated cutscenes oh, with full voice, that's right, and had the CD audio and it was based on the Voodoo 3DFX graphics card. So you can buy it right now for five bucks on Steam if you want to play this game and buy it readily available, you know, legally
1: all right I, I gotta jump in here let's talk let, if we're talking you know we talked about Shizor. i gave you a little profile let's talk about dash rendar okay yep. now if if you're watching uh there you go if you're watching the video todd's holding it in front of his face it's also over his shoulder you see not only dash Rendar. he is wearing what's an equivalent of like uh maybe like a, a knight's armor on the top side with so a
2: character Charlie yeah
1: he is exactly and then he's got the pants on top so he's he's cable he's cable he is These the cables, original yeah. version of cable yeah. um he's he's got uh he's got Han's hair so a little bit of the scruffy fluff going down the five oh, is that' f-
0: all we took from Han?
1: Yeah. Just well, there? yeah. I don't think he. I don't think he nailed it That's your answer. He's a, a, he's a
2: ginger. Me. I don't know. Is there a famous Star Wars ginger? There is now.
1: Yeah, Cow. and he. Uh, you know. Yes, yeah. yeah. so you can see he's got the nine o'clock shadow, and you see over his head, like I said, in right behind Todd, his ship, which is another Corillian vessel, but it's a like a YT, one thousand or thirteen fifty or something. It's basically it's not. It's the round part of the Falcon with another like corner on it and then like a lightsaber sticking out of it and guns <laughs> on the bottom that's that it's it's literally it's like it, it reminds me of again a star trek reference they in certain uh big battle scenes they needed to show like ships that had been blown up they would do something called a kit bash they would literally yeah. take Actual model kits, sma- build them, smash them with a hammer, and then film that, and put them back together or s- film them apart. So the the Outlander looks like a smashed up lightsaber, right, yeah, yeah sm- s- lightsaber plus uh pl- plus that like three quarters of the Millennium Falcon. um mm-hmm. But again, the fervor of having anything Star Wars made it okay. But Todd, what did our dear friend John dub Dash Rendar?
2: Oh, God, he, he was not kind to him. He called him, what is it, uh, Flea Market uh, Han no, Solo. No, he is, and again, here's a dead reference for you, the
1: Kmart Han Solo, yep. which was a place you could buy figures at, because, Todd, weren't you working at Kmart that summer? I in was. <laughs> I was. <laughs> That's awesome.
0: Again, coming into this fairly new, like I remember Dash Rendar from the game, and like, you know, in the game, especially the N64 game, you don't get the voice, you don't get this, I'm 12 years old, so I don't really care. Coming back into this and watching it now, much older, I'm like, this whole thing, Kmart, Han Solo is such a perfect thing. My whole, (laughs) like current idea of it is like, your your mom says says we can't have Han Solo because we already have Han Solo Solo at home. home. And it's Dash Render and it sucks. Um, it's, I'm it's, sure Darth Render is someone's favorite Star Wars character. It's,
1: but it's, it's, it's crazy Eddie crazy Murphy's. Stuff. It's Eddie Murphy's McDonald's sketch. We got McDonald's at yeah. home. That's
2: where that expression came exactly. From. And yeah. the best part so, is you know. they had the toys. You know, they had the vehicles. So the vehicles that they released for this were an X, X-wing, a swoop, yeah. Boba Fett, Slave One. Millennium Falcon. Whoa, 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 whoa,
1: whoa. Ah. Boba ah. Fett Starship. Thank you very much. Oh, that's true back then. Oh, yeah. Well, it's yeah. documented here. Thank you so much. The, that yes. was, uh, Todd, when we when we had our our friend Patrick from Hasbro on, you had gotten up to take a bio break and he and I were chatting and I was talking about what was behind him. And then he said, blah, 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 slave one. I said, Oh, Patrick, don't you mean Boba Fett Starship? And we had a chuckle over that. So that was me joking with the head of global marketing for Hasbro
2: for Star Wars and Indiana Jones. Pat, Pat, not to name drop. (laughs) But they did a Millennium Falcon, yet they didn't do the Outrider. I mean, come on. Of all things, it's like, hey, we love you so much, your ship doesn't get any play. Millennium Falcon, it's not even in the book, maybe. I don't know, was it? It is, it is. Yeah, Yeah, it is.
1: Lando's flying it around. But you know what? I bet it's two things. A, uh, it's a new sculpt. Uh, We're making the swoop was basically they take a speeder bike and throw some extra bits and bobs on it. Uh, The X-Wing they already had. And uh, the, the, out, uh, the Outrider would have been a new sculpt. It would have been a new project that they probably, you know, probably also thinking that people would have no idea what it was. Uh, and it would be a higher price point, you know, 30 bucks back in those days. I don't think people would buy it. I bet it was 100% a marketing decision. Probably marketing and 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 cost of goods uh, was a reason that didn't get made. But, um, and just looking through some of these other notes, because you had mentioned Micro Machines, which was awesome. They had a great line of both Star Wars and Star Trek back in the day. But um, the Micro Machines did do a full set of these, and I would not at all be surprised um, if they splurge to make the out, uh, outrider for that, so we'll Splurged. have to we'll have to scour uh, eBay to see what we can turn up. But I bet it's out there,
0: quite possibly. Uh, as far as like lasting impressions of this stuff, you just heard my impression of Dash Rendar now. But there are some stuff like, is there any lasting impression? Like fa- like favorite characters that kind of stuck with you that you wish got explored more or put into canon or anything like this story isn't canon but are there any aspects of it that you're kind of like yeah elements because we okay we've had a couple of things drop so we might as well like dash Rendar was mentioned in the star wars uh solo the star wars story tales from vandar uh which was like the yeah yeah. canon companion novel to solo the movie um and jason fry who wrote that has admitted to including dash Rendar. In like a name mention, yeah, as a joke because he is like again the the, because he is off brand Han Solo. Um, The Outrider has appeared in the special editions, I believe. Yeah, yeah, if you, Mos Eisley.
1: Yeah, if you go to this last blurb uh, here on our source article, uh, it said, Mm -hmm. yeah, the special edition re-release of A New Hope includes swoop bikes, the ASP labor droids, which were a big part of this. I think Mm -hmm. that was Dash Rendar's um, droid companion on a ship was an ASP labor droid and the Outrider itself, because you're right. Just a, a few scant months after this came off in my least favorite part of the special edition of New Hope is when they're going into Mos Eisley, particularly the first release was was awful. It was really awful because the just the animation was terrible and George grew it over time. Technology got better. It, it tended to to look better. But yes, it's it's not at all hard to spot the Outrider taken off in the distance as they're riding in um but yeah the the swoop they also said the uh, sentinel class landing craft known as the imperial landing craft made its first appearance in this book and then you see that again in a new hope when they have the uh, look sir droids the ship that takes off behind them which was not in the original film that scene starts with that thing taking off and this is great i didn't even know this she's makes a cameo appearance this is what made him canon at the pod race in Star Wars episode 1 the phantom menace a micro machines model was used to portray him so the famous story no the famous nope. story is the stands where they had people tied you're laughing but your mic is off so <laughs> we're not getting the <laughs> full effect um, the stands of that pod race the people watching it were Hundreds, if not thousands, of colored Q-tips. This is this is this is right, a real yeah. story. Um, and one of them was Shizor. So that was his oh. literally his first canonical appearance. Was in 1999. Oh, canonical
0: Q-tips. Yeah, That's canonical
1: canonical, <laughs> canonical Q. You know what? If you're going to give this episode a wacky name, canonical Q-tips gets canonical my vote. Q-tips. Uh, I, love I love
0: that. Uh, um, so, with all that stuff, do, is there? Are you guys happy with those little weird references, or do you wish? something of this kind of stuck around a little longer uh todd let's start with you
2: you know one of the things that i loved that they did which was one of my favorite parts of return of the jedi was leia getting to really showcase some heroism some yes. individualism Agreed. uh when she wasn't basically put in the for the background as bausch, Bush, bausch yeah. what do you call it? i loved love, the uh, character i love the the outfit and she made a return. Of, well, actually, probably been her first appearance as Bouch um, because yeah, that, you know, canonically. Yeah, well, returns, returns.
1: And the book also tells you, in, in what is now non canon, how she got the outfit.
2: Or they explained that it belonged yeah. to another dude and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So, yeah. I, yeah. I just love that. So, uh, and I, I, this is something I always talk about. I want mm-hmm. more stories of the original cast in stories, whatever era you want to give them i don't care but the fact that leah has all you know princess leah has this 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 kind of like mark and you can reference this as well chic you know princess yeah. elda right yeah. Yeah. doesn't get her real due, and we mm-hmm. want more of it obviously there's no christ same thing with leah you know we she's gone too soon we didn't get enough time yeah. with her and this is just great that we got an mm-hmm. era of her that was amazing so i want to see once again, I want to see more of Leia and the crew and with mm-hmm. her as Bausch and she could have her own adventures. That would be amazing. You I know, mean, she's yeah. going off yeah. and and yeah, they're and all she, doing those things and they come back together. I don't know. And, I want And then
1: she, she has. They did. I mean, there was a five issue uh, Leia limited series right when the Marvel comics started in 2015. Uh, she had a great novel about five or six years ago called Bloodlines that talked about how she left the Senate five or six years prior to a force awakens and how she started the resistance. Charlie,
2: I'm in the star Trek room of this. If it's not on the screen, it well, didn't happen.
1: But, th- th- but that's unfortunately for you. It- it's not true, but with star I Trek, know, it but absolutely only is. So
2: many people are reading those things. That, like, that's very, it's very, yeah, it's very, everybody, every little girl, who, or little boy or, yeah. or adult who loved princess leia yeah wants to yeah. see her on screen again doing cool kick-ass stuff right
1: so in a couple more years and they clone can more
2: millie bobby brown as as princess leia i think, I
0: think it's a clone war style animated thing man would be so good setting this kind of timeline or yeah. even after yeah uh, return of the jedi like show what that crew's I doing the sith art style while Mando's and doing everything. Mark. yeah oh yeah I think it would be great yeah um because everyone other than Todd really loved Anakin after the everyone, everyone yeah. other than Todd. It's
1: like, Todd's not uh, able to let go of the really glaring. I'm an army of one. He's Come the on. really glaring personality, uh, psychopath, psycho. You know, serial <laughs> killer tendencies. I mean, everybody, Todd, lo- everybody you, you loves get, a, a psycho. <laughs> you got You got to draw a line somewhere. You really do. So everybody loves a child really, killer.
0: They're, they're, what about you? Is there?
1: Uh, loves, you know, I I really enjoyed. Shizor is a character because it was our first look into the real underbelly that uh, of of the crime world that exists within the star wars universe that has really been fleshed out subsequently solo did it we saw an awful lot of it uh in in, in clone wars but again yeah. like todd like todd said you know clone wars is a bit niche, uh, especially in reference to uh, you know shows that are on now you know when you're referencing like well this happened in rebels and then something is mm-hmm. live action and they're like i don't watch star wars cartoons so i don't have you know so the appeal might be somewhat limited um but to your your, your your big picture your you know your 10,000 foot view uh, of Star Wars I, you know this was your first exploration of the underbelly that everything wasn't mm-hmm. you know laser swords and spaceships and it, it was just it was gritty ground level it was the Star Wars mob cuz yeah you had jabba but you didn't really learn anything about the huts and the fact that they were this whole enormous crime family on a planet with this the all these trade routes and the you know the 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 spice which was the drugs um you know that was the narcotics industry within this and and how the black Mm -hmm. sun tied back into that so i found him to be very interesting and then his his allure with women and and how i i love it you know how in the end of it in a dick swinging contest with anakin which is funny because Anakin probably didn't actually have one, because uh, he got burned up <laughs> alive uh, in a dick swinging contest with Darth Vader in the in the end of this novel. Sorry about the spoiler. Vader just blows him out of the sky uh, because he just he, he just it's like he's pushing him too far, and you know mm-hmm. and he's in, you know nothing's going to come between uh, Vader Vader and Papa Palpatine. So Vader does what he's got to do and takes the competition out. Yeah. But anyway, I dug uh, the character and I dug the Black Sun.
0: And I do, I do like how he's playing both sides. Like he, mm-hmm. uh, and, and to Todd's point, like Leia jumps right in and she knows it, that this is like a crime boss, but she's like, Screw it. Right. I got to go rescue Han. I got to do this thing. I got to like, how do we get in with these criminals? Who do I know that's shifty? Let's go find like Lando and his friends and then get in with these super bad people um, right. just to try to do whatever I need to do. And she's a badass, And then he's just so scummy. And he's like playing her, playing both sides. He's like, let's set this up. So if the Empire wins, we're good with Palpatine. But if the Rebels win, they remember that we did this for them. Like right. they're they're Grease so the skids. realistically like kind of portrayed as, you know, the like crime that are going yeah. to, uh, those cockroaches that are going to, to come out of any scenario, right? It's, right, it's, right, it's right. really interesting. True, um, true. You mentioned Vader being a badass in this and just, you know, just uh, taking out the competition. but there's also some really cool introspective parts of Vader. and I know mm-hmm. we've seen Vader in the comics and do some different things and uh, I, I did like the um, Vader trying to heal himself and and thinking that he could kind of almost regrow limbs or heal himself more. Yeah. through the force but when he does that it makes him happy that he was able to kind of heal himself a little bit and then that happiness poisoned the dark side and he started dying because the the dark side was basically keeping him alive so it's this weird little like I can heal myself, but it makes me happy. And that kills me. So it's like this, this, this really sounds like, really sounds like a Johnny
1: Cash song. I hurt myself today. It's the third time you got me singing in this Uh, episode. Let's keep it going. and
0: (laughs) And then some really weird, like I like those weird minute details and Charlie already mentioned that they're redoing luke building his green lightsaber but that's always been my favorite lightsaber so i love that first iteration of like here's luke in the desert like learning from obi-wan's books about how to do that Um, it's it's all in books but also random random force facts like vader quoted uh he'd be able to feel luke if he was anywhere within 50 kilometers of him um make a lot of That's sense very, they, they have
2: the metric system in star wars <laughs> <laughs> they gotta have some kind <laughs> of system old, they probably like use uh,
0: everyone but the united states and what's the other country that doesn't use metric it's like some probably like the timeline. grand cayman Anar- islands antarctica it's, i don't know it's, uh, it's, it's um something. uh but and, it, yeah it's like very very specific force power yeah. uh limits and things if, uh, and like he's talking and we've seen some force powers in the sequels now used uh, over, uh, you know, a video conference yeah. kind of thing. Um, uh, but in this, he wants choking. to choke. He wants to choke. She- She's or mentions it a few times cause they're doing a little three-way call with, yeah. uh, <laughs> with, uh, with Palpatine. And he's like, yeah, if I was closer than uh, a way, I'd be choking this, uh, this bitch. Um, is this how he stops you from so talking? He like
2: squeezes your lips. Yeah. <laughs> Do, do, does Vader have, have to choke uh, a bitch?
0: Yeah, he wants to several times in this novel. uh It's so it's really I like those weird little details that that you get from novels that they can like, yeah. throw something strange in there of like yeah, yeah. why why fifty kilometers? It, like Luke is fifty one kilometers away and he's just like fifty three point seven and he's like <laughs> yeah. which your like you a order
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> 50, fifty kilometers away <laughs> yeah I I, I I have a warrant. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking I, I just of picture, yeah.
0: picture Luke knowing exactly where Vader is and just being like, "I'm not touching Dad's force bubble. I'm not, not touching, touching Dad's you. force bubble. I'm over here. I'm 15 over 15 here. I'm five over kilometers here. Kilometers.
1: He's got his tape measure. Speaking it's like jumping me. over the line back and forth. I'm yeah. over here. No, I'm here. I'm, I'm, I'm in Australia. I'm in America. I'm in Australia. I'm in America. Vader can sense,
0: Vader can can sense, sense me. Vader can't sense me. It's great. So uh, speaking of Luke, <laughs> if I
1: can slide this in Star Wars fashion, he is wearing his black Return of the Jedi outfit, but in Typical, what have I always said about Star Wars cosplay? Mark, you're, you're a burgeoning cosplayer. What makes a Star Wars cosplay? Belt, the boots, boots, and a vest. He is wearing a tan vest. That's what sets him apart. Is the Dwight day. Schrute of cosplay? Yes. Heirs? Boots? Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> <I started> boots, <laughs> yeah. belt, ve- vest, or jacket. I guess So I guess it's four things. That's a Star so Wars a- outfit.
2: One fun fact too, before we leave, I know we're going to wrap this up. Um, the only media that I know everybody probably would have seen on uh, Shadows of the Empire, there were toy commercials. Put right. out there, you on go. All the networks. <clears throat> That was probably. I mean, I don't know of any other commercials that would have been for this. And it's so funny because in the back of the toy, even it says "From the Star Wars multimedia adventure, Shadows the Empire." And this is before the internet. I'm like, how did they even advertise this? Like, is this like on Nickelodeon? Is this in like yeah, Game yeah, Romaine? Right, yeah, right. Where? I mean, how it... does this get out? How does it get to the the core of everyone? Like, Mark, you said your your age. I mean, <clears throat> Power Rangers episodes, Teenage Mutant Turtles were they yeah, showing? Yeah, 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 you're basically,
1: yeah, basically after school uh kids programming so yeah he's like what else it was so power rangers was big big there what else was i mean that was before Teletubbies. what the hell were kids turtles, watching back power then?
2: rangers
1: turtles yeah power Yo, batman Man, batman the animated series is that pre-pokémon um, yeah yeah it might have been
0: yeah was, um uh, pre yeah but definitely but yeah Pokemon. todd i would for yes. sure
1: think i would for sure think nickelodeon would be the big one um because yeah or the disney channel well i don't know I sp- potentially
2: Oh, no, Disney Channel had no ads, Charlie. That was the thing. Oh, did they not? Did, I didn't. Oh, no, that was a big thing. I was on cable, and there was no ads on Disney Channel. Oh, So you guys knew about, all, about
0: all of this stuff by, what, magazines and like that kind of I, I stuff? I don't know or? how
2: we would have even figured found out
1: that the book was coming out. Comic I don't ads? have any idea
2: wizard magazine charlie wizard magazine
1: that would be yeah yeah oh, wizard, wizard, would have magazine. Been wizard magazine yeah i mean todd and i had two subscriptions that came into our apartment we had wizard <laughs> magazine and we had entertainment, entertainment weekly, weekly which todd called, really called it, it the called, he called it the shit and times because it was always in the back <laughs> charlie called it the bible <laughs> <laughs> well it was because yeah. yeah that's that's where you found out about it. and oh i guess the third one would have been tv guide uh, which mm. which boomers still read because my mother will get us a subscription every so often. And I'm like, I mean, Internet was Internet like,
2: was a thing mm. at the time. I mean, but we're talking dial up modems. Mm-hmm. We're talking like BB, you know, bulletin oh, boards. BBS and there, is, yeah, really, yeah, there you go. There. Mm-hmm. IGN didn't even exist at the time. I mean, this is going back. So like even like any type of like mainstream like entertainment websites Ten, it really yeah. wasn't
1: 10 years yeah. before social media yeah because we you know yes facebook didn't even really become a public thing until 07 08. so yeah this was this was before all of that so yeah wizard magazine oh i wizard and starlight starlog was still around back then so yeah Absolutely. basically yeah. honest to god magazines that you would get in your comic shop you would get them at you know barnes and noble or walden books we had back then you know or anywhere you know anywhere you know in your, your a kroger or a meyer you know and like a grocery store that would have mm-hmm. magazines and stuff that that's where you would you would score that stuff or you'd have you know the the poly bag subscription that oh it came with a one-half issue of rob Liefeld's super extreme x-factor special or whatever you know what i mean <laughs> Uh, da- the Dash Rendar Rob Liefeld special.
2: If only we had taken pictures of our college dorms, Mark, and that era with all the posters, I, I, I magazine, I, I have a some. I have oh some. I,
1: I have all my photo albums. On. Maybe I maybe have to break some out. It maybe I'll, maybe yeah. I'll go go take a peek when we ramp up here.
2: There we go. That'll be a Patreon exclusive.
1: Oh yes, yeah. we'll put that in the <laughs> Patreon only thread on Discord.
0: <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Uh, last question for you fellows, uh, and it, kind of a question or or thought thing last final thought um we and we mentioned this earlier you know that this was novel at the time to have a standalone video game and novel and comic series for this big event that didn't really follow uh, a movie or or something else no Um, rules just right right so that this was this was different right we had like i said we had super star wars and super return of the jedi and all that kind of stuff for super nintendo but like this was kind of its own thing um do you think we owe a lot of current star wars to this model being successful uh do you think because right now we have jedi survivor that's its own standalone thing we haven't seen Mm -hmm. cal and the crew in any other medium so that's its own event. Well, video they
1: except Cal and crew have been a part of the figure line. They've been in black series at least. Right. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. So uh, that,
1: that's, that's yeah. at least one wrinkle. Uh, I don't know if he's appeared in comics. Um, um, I don't think so. Um, but yeah, you're right. Have, Cal, Cal's a great example of that. Uh, the Battlefront was a great example of that.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, High Republic happening in between comics and, and books. books soon yeah. to be, uh, you know, TV with the acolyte. Yeah. Um, and we have a little bit of like the the young Jedi Adventures, the TV show for kids kind of happened right. in that High Republic era. Um is you know, do do we owe do you guys think we owe that to shadows, or is it just kind of like that's multimedia now, right? Like I mean, I,
1: I wouldn't necessarily say it didn't exist before that, but I'd be hard yeah. pressed, certainly within this context, to think of something. That mirrored this. So, I mean, I, I don't, I, I think the, and I'm not going to say this was an outrageous success. Like it lit the world on fire and people never stopped talking about it. But for those of us who were kids of the 80s, like Todd and myself, uh, who grew up in Star Wars and, and, and all of that fervor, uh, and then, you know, this was wedged in between when the special editions came back out on the big screen, it, it scratched that itch. That even the most, you know, cynical and ardent of us Gen Xers had about Star Wars by touching something, you know, in in, in a in a good way, uh, touching something very special about our youth, um, and and doing something different, um, and taking advantage of, you know innovations in technology within the you know the 15 years in between uh that were you know video games and a cd and uh you know comic books and things like that the the micro machines and the different the toys and stuff which were kind of endemic um and and todd i love how you slapped in here if you look at todd did you toss this in here i can't believe I i can't believe you can still buy this so quick story that I'll tell again, and then, Mark, I'll kick it back to you. Um, In the summer of 1996, uh, at Argos Books, which is a used bookstore, which was my childhood comic shop, right here in Grand Rapids, Uh, Jim, who was the owner, I I had known him for 10 years before that because I went to that shop since I was 10 years old, so I was 20, Uh, and I walked in there, and I did notice that he had this exact item. It is a PVC vinyl statue of Prince Shizor made by Applause. And it was on sale for probably $17.99, which is Todd. Todd did find it uh, here at the current Walmart uh, site. And I looked at it and I said, I don't need a piece of crap like that. And I went on about my life. 20 years later, 2016, uh, Jim owned the shop at that time. I believe he was an employee back in 1996. And I'm chatting with Jim and I'm like, uh, Jim. You have this Prince Shizor. This thing has been here for 20 years. He says, yeah, nobody wants something like that. I said, uh, he said, what will you give me for it? And I reached into my pocket. I'm not a cash guy. I said, I have $3. He said, give me $3. I, yeah. I have lint, and yeah. Tums. Yes. And, and, and I gave him those three things. And I'm and and it was you know, uh, and so Prince Shizor came home with me. Uh, it was either in 2016 or potentially in 2017. John and Todd and myself started our... SFU three-person summer movie wager. It's very exciting because there's a beautiful end to the story. Uh, and even though it was broken up by you know, the lack of movies uh, because of COVID in, 20, I think, 2020 and 2021, the winner uh, got Shizor shipped to him for a year. Now, it is during that time, it was divided between John and myself going back and forth from Washington State to Michigan. This year, and results are not official. It looks like Todd has won for the very first time, and Shizor will You're be cursed. Traveling. it. Charlie,
2: Mark, he's cursed it. This no. is—it's gonna go something's nice. gonna come in and make
1: 180 million dollars this weekend it's <laughs> only it's only because we didn't count the sound of freedom but it looks like todd has won so i'm i'm congratulating todd i mean todd labor day weekend is this weekend so you've won just be magnanimous in your victory you did great and she's will be yours for a full calendar year um and we'll see if you can hang on to him Woo.
2: oh boy and if if folks if you want this figure actually it's there's one available on Amazon as we speak it's 12.99 get oh,
1: it while it's hyped. even cheaper than the Walmart link you shared with us so um mm-hmm. oh, only one left yeah 17.99 good news still in stock oh my and the other
2: good news is if you want any of the action figures of Shadow's Empire literally you can buy all of them and they, I think the, the most expensive one is the Luke uh in his imperial guard disguise at $21 everything else Under twenty one dollars.
1: I'm telling you, any toy show you go to, the 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 the, the figure that Todd has, and then the shoes are that I have, were 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 either five or ten bucks. So any toy show you go to, your local town toy show, pay your five dollars to get in, and some vendor will have Shadows of the Empire stuff because you can barely give it away. So,
0: Mm. hmm. Mm -mm -mm. so that's 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 a look back at Shadows of the Empire. I mean, you know, we're still talking about it all this time later. So it definitely last, left At some least sort three of, of us lasting <laughs> impression. <Yeah>. Uh, <laughs> and and, and <laughs> potentially
1: anyone who is listening to this and, and certainly wants to pick up the thread uh, and talk mm-hmm. to us about it, there's a lot of great ways to do that. You can come to our Secret Friends Unite Discord. It's a vibrant community filled with, you know, probably a hundred people talking about all kinds of different stuff. Um, so I'm hoping after this episode drops this week that there will be just an, an outpouring in that Star Wars server channel talking about Shadows of the Empire. We'll see if I'm right.
0: Schloss Ritter did uh, chime in because I I asked if anyone had memories. He said, I read the book back then, but don't remember much now. We got crewman D. Bain said, I remember trying the N64 game a long time ago, but I wasn't much of a gamer when I was younger. Um, And I I was like a more of a gamer back then. um, But Apparently sucked at the game because I couldn't couldn't get past Boba Fett. Boba Fett was your great white white whale. That's it. I just downloaded that game, actually, so I'm going to have to go back. The N64
2: was was the enemy of your neck
0: controller.
1: Well, Todd, if he can download that, why can't you hook me up with that G.I. Joe game that I want? It's Charlie, I definitely right?
2: can. It might take some uh <laughs> it might take some mental health uh for you to like realize that the past was not that good. But I, I can
1: help you. I want it. I want no, t- yeah, uh, Mark just a quick sidebar. Um I I'm an, uh, a GI Joe kick these days. There was a um a very low rent game for the Commodore 64 in 1985. And that was the computer we had. It was a it was a floppy disk based game, um, mm-hmm. that it was just a, Todd. How do you describe that style where it's just they're just moving
2: around like like little ants? Oh, on the it's it's bad, Mark. It's like it's like you've got <laughs> a, a map. You go in there, and then you've got two characters that fight each other. Yeah, it's kind of like the Atari. Uh, combat tanks where right. they're going around yeah. they are you got to shoot each other but that's about it it's like it's yeah there's,
1: limited. There's, there's another one with a helicopter and it fires they gotta, gotta blow up oil drums and stuff it's it's fantastic I really taught I, mm-hmm. I want it I want it. Make it happen.
2: Uh, it'll take some emotional support to get it going, Charlie. Okay. You might have to have April uh, help you through that. But I can I can tell you where to get it okay. how to get it. But the actual doing it, uh, that will probably rely on April right. to actually help you out with that.
1: I'm into it. I'm into it. Let, we'll just make like, it.
2: Just like I played Shadows of the Empire, I tried playing it on my... Oh, I've got it right here, Mark. My
0: little device Ooh, right here. Very nice. Yep. It was
2: impossibly insane to play. I think I almost gave myself a hemorrhage. Um, not <laughs> yep, so great. So I may buy yep. the Steam version just for mm. you know shits and giggles oh, to yeah. hear Zizor's you know the dulcet tones of Zizor's voice. Oh, um, you yeah, have yeah,
1: you, you know what? Do the rest of us a favor and maybe you record a bit of that and share that with us because I want to hear I want to hear Zizor speak. That's okay. Thing. Good deal. That was oh, in it not cool.
0: uh, the the gameplay version that you sent? Uh, you sent was over, it actually, was yeah. it the same? Yeah.
2: Well, if it had voice acting, then it was the PC version. version. If it was not,
0: then it was not.
2: My, my, my.
1: Well, unless I'm very much mistaken, Mark, I think that takes us up out of this show, if I'm not mistaken. It does, yeah. So, friends, thank you for joining us on this trip back in time, almost, almost 30 years to Shadows of the Empire. We've had a great time. Thank you, as always, for joining us. Mark, where do people find you out there on the socials?
0: Well, they can find me at the underscore canardian on Instagram threads, TikTok, and sometimes X. I am still checking that from time to time. Todd, where can they find you?
2: Um, at X as well. At T Oxtra is my, my handle. I'm trying to do more on threads. Um, it's just a little difficult because of some, they don't have DMS. They don't have other things, but, uh, mm-hmm. I, you know, just kind of holding on to X until that dies and then it forces what is whatever is next coming. But yeah obviously there I do a lot of the uh updating of the website and stuff like that too. So check out the website because I do add our YouTube stuff there as well. So people have a one stop shop to see all the things we're doing. Yes. yes, yes,
1: yes. And I, I'm hanging in there on X as well because I hate to change. You can find me at the C3. Go ahead and spell it out. As always my lovely wife April and I do run the USS Grand Petoskey, one of the biggest chapters of Starfleet, the international Star Trek fan club in the world we are based here in west michigan but i actually run region 13 for sfi which is michigan and eastern canada if you're a trekker within the sound of my voice and you're down with the star trekking want to meet other trekkers in your neighborhood please find us on socials or a website of that name and i'll be happy to direct you once at one last time thank you for joining us i'm going to tell you that sharing is caring and to keep on trucking
0: todd thanks for joining us again may the force be with you rex play us up to